Welcome back to Simple Roots Radio. Today on the show, we're answering another one of your most embarrassing health questions, and it's all about vaginal odor. (laughs) It's the one we've all been waiting for. (laughs) Welcome to Simple Roots Radio with Alexa Sherm. Alexa believes that simplicity in life is the key to achieving true and lasting health. And now your host, Alexa Sherm. Welcome back to the show. I'm so glad you're here. Today, we're answering one of the most talked about questions, or what what, I should say this, dreaded questions. (laughs) One of the most asked questions in this series, but yet most embarrassing, probably, and that's vaginal odor. Right. (laughs) It's the one you've been dreading all along. Right. So let's just get to it. I don't know why this stuff doesn't freak me out. Maybe it's because when you're in health, you look at the body and bowel movements and everything like that as very natural. Right. Like your middle school teacher. <laughs> right. So you look at it much differently. <laughs> okay, but this is really not that difficult. It's a question probably every single woman has. It's one of the most Googled questions, health questions to date. And it's why do we have vaginal odor? Now, here's the thing that's different about other smells in the body is that vaginal odor is actually necessary. It's natural. I don't want to say it's necessary. It's natural. Like to be completely odorless is unnatural. All vaginas have some sort of odor, and it's all going to be based on personal preference. So it's it's really just dependent upon the person about how strong or how mild it is. Now, there are some things that can influence your vaginal odors, but in general, everyone has a smell. And the most concerning thing is when that smell changes or when you get excess discharge to go along with a change in smell. So it's not necessarily that we're worried about the odor. It's a change in that odor. Now, there are some things that you could do to help reduce the odor, but in general, you're not going to get it to go away like you hope for. In fact, using fragrant soaps and even some of those, you know, pH soaps to help reduce the odor can actually be making it worse because it's changing the bacteria, which is causing the smell. If you haven't picked up on that all summer long, it's always the bacteria changing the smell and those soaps could be making it worse. Make sense? Yes. You're very quiet. You're sitting over here shocked and stunned and hoping this ends really soon. Yes. (laughs) Do you have any specific questions about vaginal odor? Not really. (laughs) (laughs) But you can see why it's one of the most Googled questions, right? Right. Because it's not something no one wants to ask. (laughs) Or admit that it could be happening to them. But again, vaginal odor is natural um, and your scent is going to be dependent upon you, like strong versus mild, but it all has to do with the bacteria. Now, your vagina is a really delicate and um, intricate part of the human body. I mean, you know, inside your vagina, your uterus grows a human being, right? So there is a lot of protective mechanisms and protective barriers to really keep that part of your body clean. And so in order to do that, you know, it it has its self-cleaning mechanism, which releases discharge and also is what produces the scent. And it all boils down to your microbiome. So just like inside your gut and on the outside of your skin, you have a vaginal microbiome that influences your smells, your discharge, and basically the health of your personal region. Is that better when I say personal region? Swimsuit area. Your private parts. (laughs) But if, again, if it's the change in smell that we're looking for in the discharge um, or an excess amount of discharge. Now, just to be clear, during 
different parts of your menstrual cycle, the smell is going to change and the discharge is going to change. So when you're ovulating, you're going to have more discharge. Obviously, when you get close to menstruation, you're also going to have more discharge and your smell is going to change when you're actually menstruating due to the blood. So we do need to be aware that it's not going to be consistent. It's going to change. And most of the time, there's really nothing to worry about. Now, I know any smell is something for most people to be concerned about. So we'll talk about that in a second. But to give you some different smells and or the most common smells that people go to the doctor for, we'll just share them now so you know whether you need to go to the doctor or whether you don't. First up is fishy. And this is usually called by, caused by bacterial vaginosis. And this is really the most common type of vaginal infection. It's obviously an infection, something that needs to be dealt with, but it's not something most of the time to worry about. Um, there are some pH gels at pharmacies that are known to work or to help with this. I would just be leery of this initially and maybe work on your gut bacteria and what you're putting on or around your swimsuit area (laughs) before you go to those pH creams, but you can do that. But if you're having bacterial infection or bacterial vaginosis, you probably should be getting some help from a practitioner from that. The next smell is yeasty. This is like a beer or a yeast burning kind of, or, or yeasty smell. It also tends to be associated with burning. I mean, I think every woman probably has had a yeast infection at one point or another, right? That's again caused by bacteria, or that's again caused by yeast overgrowth, which could be systemic. So you might, again, find that you have dandruff and you have sinus infections and you have uh, maybe foot fungus or peeling of your skin or other things that also are associated with candida or yeast overgrowth. But you also could just have yeast sitting in your swimsuit region that's not systemic throughout your body. And that's caused by yeast infection. Again, most of the time, you probably will need a little extra help getting rid of that yeast, especially if it's causing a lot of discomfort. But if you want a natural remedy to yeast, um, coconut oil is generally a safe bet because it is ha- or it does have antifungal properties. So you could start there by rubbing some of that around the region. The third smell is musky, and this most of the time is caused by sweat. So if you work out or you have... You need to shower. (laughs) You need to shower. (laughs) And showering should get rid of the smell. So again, this could be caused by sweating or, um, what do I say, non-breathable underwear. Also, different types of underwear, like a thong, which can spread bacteria from your other parts to the front parts. (laughs) So... I mean, the type of panties that you do wear can have an impact. And I know that they're super sexy, but cotton underwear is really one of the best ways to reduce the odor of your body. When you get into silk and satin and what other types of underwear would that be? Obviously, after having kids, I'm a cotton fan. <laughs> Lace. Lace, yeah. Lace? Yeah. So all of those would be considered restrictive, non-breathable, and definitely hoarding more bacteria and moving it to the wrong parts of the body. Okay, now if you're smelling rotten, um, which there's no better terminology than rotten, it could mean that there is something more serious going on, or in some cases, you've left a tampon in for too long and you're really disturbed by this. But do you did you know how many women go to the doctor to get old tampons removed? That's so gross. And no one talks about this, right? Why would you? <laughs> but it has been honest. If but that it happened, happens. you're not telling anyone. <laughs> that that 
But you really shouldn't be doing that because it can cause bad infection, not just in your vaginal region, but getting into your uterus and other places. So if you do smell rotten, you, you've got to figure that one out or go to a doctor. Um, I am a big fan of not using tampons in general because I think it can lead to more of an imbalance in your bacteria. That's why I'm a fan of the menstrual cups because they're silicone. They don't hold and harbor the bacteria and they're just cleaner. Now, you don't love them. I haven't convinced you of that yet, but in time. It takes a little time and a little practice, but we will get there. I am going to do an IGTV video on on showing the menstrual cup and how you actually use it. Obviously, not in real life, but (laughs) I'll take this part off. Okay, but I am a fan of the menstrual cup because it is a cleaner way and it doesn't interfere with your your bacteria and because tampons and feminine products do have a lot of chemicals in them. And anytime that you're exposing your vaginal region, just like your gut and just like your skin to excess amounts of chemicals, it has to detox that. And oftentimes it's detoxing through discharge. Like that's one way of cleansing your vaginal region is through that. So Trying to avoid as many chemicals as possible is always going to be best. And then the last one is a metallic smell. And that's usually associated with your menstrual cycle or blood. And that should go away after your menstrual cycle ends. So again, don't go crazy with strong smelling soaps because it'll just impact your pH levels and your throw your gut bacteria out of, or not your gut bacteria, your vaginal bacteria out of wax. So we want to enhance that. And so how do you fix it? The first one is apple cider vinegar. Of course. <laughs> this is what we've talked about on, I think, every episode of your most embarrassing health questions. I think so. So apple cider vinegar, again, can restore the proper pH and help your good gut bacteria. So it's going to come in. And by when I say good gut bacteria, it's not going to destroy your good gut bacteria, creating the imbalance. So it's going to help restore your pH without in- impacting your gut bacteria, enhancing the environment of it. So it helps. So you can rub on a cotton ball or something like that, some apple cider vinegar, and that will help. Other things are baking soda, and baking soda, like if you put it in a bath or soak in a bath, can really help, again, restore that pH and cleanse the area really well. I'm just a fan of baths in general, but you can mix baking soda and Epsom salts together for a nice, relaxing bath um, and just help your body with that. Uh, Taking probiotics can be really valuable. Again, your gut bacteria your skin bacteria and your vaginal bacteria all tend to be the same. So if one is thrown off, if you're getting a lot of vaginal infections or yeast infections, or you have high vaginal odor, more than likely you probably have other skin issues or and or digestive issues. Your gut bacteria is off. So taking some probiotics. I've also heard that white vinegar and sea salt mixed together can help. But again, it kind of goes back to the apple cider vinegar. I'm not sure about the salt. Like that kind of freaked me out a little bit. But again, hmm. who knows? And then essential oils can be helpful, but you would have to dilute this down because your vaginal skin is very, very sensitive. Like it's not thick like your outer layer of skin. Um, It's only one cell thick, kind of like your digestive system. And so it's turning over a lot quicker than just your normal skin. And so it it is more sensitive. We know that. Um, And so you would definitely need to have a carrier like coconut oil to put tea tree oil down there. And check that out a little bit more. But other things that you could do to help, again, if this is hormonal related, which a lot of times smells are just hormonally or a hormonal imbalance in the body. So I would try cycle syncing, which I have a podcast all about cycle syncing. Do you do cycle syncing? No. No. Um, Seed cycling can help. Increasing your water levels. So dehydration can cause any smell in the body to be worse. 
because you're not diluting out the bacteria and the detoxification properties or toxins that are happening anyways. And so the more you drink, the more fluid that you have to remove those and the less the smell will be. And then boosting your immune system. So again, if we look at smells at like if we zoom out and look at them, we can often link them back to some kind of hormonal imbalance in the body. And if we take care of that hormonal imbalance, we can kind of see our whole body come full circle. So that's my encouragement to you. That wasn't as bad as you thought it was going to be, was it? It was not. It was not. But it was close. It was close. Good news is, is that you don't have to listen to this with anyone else and you can just listen by yourself with your earbuds in, but that's vaginal odor. So my big takeaway on this is don't try to fix this with strong smelling soaps or harsh chemicals from the drugstore. Like fix this naturally. And that means most of the time, leave it alone, (laughs) change your diet, change your hormones. And if you have to soak in a warm bath with some baking soda or put some vinegar down there, but otherwise just be aware. And again, watch what you're putting in. So like tampons and condoms can also cause an, uh, a reaction with the bacteria of your body. And technically, if you're sensitive to those things, it will react in a negative way. Like your body is going to tell you if you're doing something wrong. So if you try this out and it doesn't get resolved, if you try to fix your hormones, if you try apple cider vinegar and baking soda and it doesn't get resolved or it gets worse after you do things, like after you have your menstrual cycle, and you're using feminine products, or if you're using condoms or other things like lubricants or whatever, like you have to be aware that that could be a culprit. Like we can't rule those things out. And any foreign object obviously is going to cause some kind of reaction. So just be aware of that. So thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Simple Roots Radio and answering your most embarrassing health questions. Whitney, do you have any lasting words for that? Or are you just like checked out that of this podcast? <laughs> was the most embarrassing health question. <laughs> but it's one every woman struggles with. Now you know, if you have vaginal odor, you're not alone because 100% of women have it. With that said, don't forget to head to the show notes at simperitswellness.com backslash 105 to get more information on today's show, as well as those how-to methods on helping to fix your own vaginal odor. Okay, we have one more question in this series of your most embarrassing health questions answered, and it's kind of a hodgepodge of all the little questions that I got that really didn't take too long to answer. I just wanted to try and fit more in so that we could answer more of those questions. And I also saved a few of those questions for longer shows that we'll be answering later on this fall. I really hope that you've enjoyed this series and the mindset series as well. It has been so much fun and a wealth of information for myself as well. Coming up this fall, we have so many great podcasts and on the subject of vaginal health, like I mentioned, we're gonna learn about Kegels and the pelvic floor and strengthening that area because even though these sound embarrassing, these are topics that not very many people are talking about and it can make a world of difference in your health. So stay tuned for more goodness coming your way. In the meantime, don't forget to head to the show notes and if you want help fixing your hormones, make sure you check out the Hormonal Reset. That's only five days to resetting your hormones. I have hundreds and hundreds of testimonials of people who were losing weight, but not only that, were feeling better, getting rid of brain fog, regulating their menstrual cycle. I even have three testimonials of people who got pregnant doing this, who were once infertile and increased their fertility just by doing this quick reset. There is really a lot of power here. So if you have any kind of hormonal issue going on, I always recommend you check that out. And again, you can find all the information in the show notes for that. So 
stay tuned. Next week, we'll be back with one more episode in the Mindset series. In the meantime, here's to having the best weekend.